What's up, everybody? It is Hard Take Without the yeah, Hard Take yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day Happy from the Southern Hemisphere. Happy Father's Day back with another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views, episode 159. Let's get straight into it. Uh, the Boomers uh, bombed out of the FIBA World Cup. You were worried about them. They got showed the door by, by uh, Luca's team, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Um, the, it's just down to not having... They didn't have size. And they were just, they looked disorganized. Uh, they weren't able to uh, uh, play their way. Uh, they got shut down in the paint. They got out-rebounded. They got outworked. And, yeah, look, Luka only had 20-8 and eight because they double-teamed him. Mm. But the rest of his guys, he just dished out. They were hitting shots. And the only center, the real center, Shelly had do a brief. He's 6'10". In basketball terms, that's an undersized center. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they lost Jock Landell before the tour the tournament eight yeah. days before yeah. the tournament. Yeah, um, they didn't have Baines playing. He's probably going to retire. Yeah, uh, they they just don't have enough young centers coming through the system, and no. it's not really looking all that promising for bigs. I mean, they got plenty of guards coming through. I mean, Giddy was playing well. All yeah, yeah, um, he was. played. He had a little hiccup against Germany. Uh, he was a little in his head against Germany. Schroeder ran circles around the Boomers mm. that game. Yep. Um, it's a game they needed to win. Yep. Um, and yeah, it just it wasn't it just was not a good performance against Slovenia. So if you look at the table, I mean, I guess there's different there's different groups involved. So I think Australia sort of sits in in those those Group E, and they finished you know they finished two and one. Uh, look, it wasn't enough, and I think that to ask for them to kind of do replicate what they did against Slovenia was was going to be a tall order. Uh, clearly, last time they were able to to fight for the bronze last time. So I don't know. I think the well, US, that yeah. game that game Luca was hobbling with yeah, an injury. He was. So I mean, and so they Australia had the advantage, but they just they didn't. They looked way too disorganized. Even this entire tournament. Like, I mean, they had first halves against uh, Finland and Japan that didn't look too great. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, it's a tough pill to swallow. They miss out on the high watermark of last FIBA World Cup where they went to the semi, played out a uh, a double overtime against Spain, the eventual champions, and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be in the Olympics again, which yep. eases some of that, but... You just feel like this is an opportunity lost. It is, but I mean, this is a world game now, and the teams that are out there, yeah, on any given day can beat you. Unlike Jordan, who got waxed by the United States. The United States clearly are the favorites. No, now, that was I think that was Angola back. No, that oh, was Jordan. The Jordan well, in, the other na- day, in ninety destroyed. In, no, ni- in this this series, they oh, lost. Okay, to them. but so, in, in ninety two, the ninety two Olympics, Charles Barkley with that quote: "I don't know where Angola is, but Angola's in trouble." Yeah. Um, so what happens next now? Who do we have playing? So, so Australia will close out their tournament uh, against Georgia. It won't mean anything because no. they're out, but they will play that one last game. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Dyson Daniels should get some minutes, mm-hmm. get him some blooding at the international level. I do like his potential as a playmaker and a shooter. Yep. Um, in terms of the rest of the how the field looks, France bombed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada... Took a big L against Brazil. Yep. So they have to win their next game. Yep. Uh, USA looked really, really good, even without with 
um, without their full strength squad. Yeah. I mean, LeBron's not playing internationally anymore. Nope. That's it. For uh, him. Steph's not playing internationally anymore. Nope. Uh, Clay's not playing internationally Don't anymore. Don't need it. Um, Durant's not playing in this tournament. Don't he, need it. He might not play in, in Paris. Don't need him. But. They've looked really they good. Anthony Edwards has been fantastic this yep. tournament. Mm-hmm. Austin Reeves has been fantastic. They've really adjusted to the FIBA game, well, the FIBA rules well. Mm-hmm. They've really, they've, they've, they've really adjusted to it well. Because in the past, you had NBA players not really adjusting to the FIBA rules all that well. Yeah, but you, it's more of an international game now. So you have players who are who played internationally and also playing NBA teams, so they're fully familiar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on here. NRL Finals preview. Oh my! I would I would just love to ask the question. Two questions, in fact. The first one being, how are my Roosters in the finals? They don't even deserve finals football this year. They've played awfully, especially in the first half of the season. They played. They looked like the roadkill of the league Mm -hmm. and looked set for a rebuild. And now they're suddenly in the finals, and your team, the Rabbitohs. Pulled off the most historic collapse mm-hmm. in NRO history, yep. going from league leaders yep. to out of the finals in a month. Yep. This is this is worse than the Broncos collapse last year. Mm-hmm. This is just ridiculous. Yep. How? So I'll speak to that. Um, I suppose there's been a lot of distractions. I think there's a couple from outside. One of the distractions was Sam Burgess suddenly deciding he's out of there. He's walking away. From any involvement in the Rabbitohs, he's had all off-field issues. I think that was a distraction. And despite his same with John Morris, he left. Yeah, but despite his his absolute talent, Latrell Mitchell, I think when he does boneheaded things to get himself suspended, that creates a whole big other distraction for all of his talents, for all of his ability. He does boneheaded things on the field, and then suddenly he's he's suspended. And guess what? That that draws a lot of attention away from the rest of the team. Um, it's it's a it's a and collapse no one saw happen. So there's going to be some changes. There will have to be going forward. And I think Russell won't allow that to be something that to stand pat on. No, like he's, no he's, you know, he's a part owner, but you know he's he's passionate about teams. He's a very hands on owner. He's hands on. Well. So I think there'll be some big changes because you know finals was a was a sure thing a month ago and just a collapse and, and just poor play. Losing the teams you shouldn't lose to, you know, beating, you know, losing the teams you should beat, beating teams you shouldn't lose to, all that stuff just culminated in just a complete collapse. So I yeah, can't, I can't speak to anything more than this that. This is it's ridiculous, and there were a lot of also media stuff going on of people saying that Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell have unlimited power in the team, which I think that's pretty unfair. I think it's targeted. To be honest, yeah, exactly. To, to be honest yeah. with you, I think it's a little targeted given the Australian media here. I feel like it's a little targeted, especially they're both First Nations. I feel like it's a little targeted, and yeah, they're both um, very outspoken. But I also think it's just looking for something. Yeah, by all accounts, Souths were poised to be in a top four finish, let alone have to fight the way they had to on Friday just to get in. So it, it's 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 not a it's a situation. And they where, didn't they didn't even fight against the Roosters no. on Friday. They got waxed. No. So, look, there's a lot of things going on. There's going to be a lot of soul-searching. And, you know... The, the, the one yeah. silver lining is that Cam Murray will stay on somehow. Yeah. Okay. So, let's look at let's just take, take a snapshot of what the finals preview looks yes. like. So, we know that Newcastle will be having a home court, home field. They'll have a home playoff game this week. I'll tell you what. They look pretty good. 
uh, after what happened last year with them and the clown show that they were last year, they look a lot better this year. They're finally showing why I had so much faith in their rebuild. Their structure is coming together. Adam O'Brien is actually um, putting in that winning culture. Uh, Ponga is Ponga. He's absolutely brilliant. That's why they pay him a lot of money to be so brilliant. Uh, Bradman Best is fantastic. Uh, the rest of the young guys that they brought through during this rebuild have been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, a team I'm worried about, the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm being a prisoner of the first half of the season, <coughs> where the being a prisoner of the first half of the season where they were losing to teams where they they should have beaten. Oh no, they were uh, beating teams that, by all accounts, they should have beaten, but they weren't beating quality opponents. Right. So let's just take a quick snapshot. We have one versus four. We're going to have the Penrith Panthers taking on the New Zealand Warriors. That, that's one That's yeah. one qualifying final. I'll tell you what about the Warriors. I saw the structure last year. Um, they didn't have a home to play in, by yeah, the way, I, for the last until, two years. Until the Tigers game last year. Yeah. I, I saw the foundation forming for the Warriors last year. And I'm like, give them a year or two and they might put it together. They finally have. But we've seen these runs from the Warriors before where they've had good regular seasons. This might be one of their best chances at a title, the first mm-hmm. title in franchise history. Panthers are the Panthers. They're the two-time back-to-back defending premiers for a reason. Uh, everybody likes to hate on them um, because they're so promoted. And why not? They've got so much amazing talent. They're just a ridiculous side. This is without Luai, who might not be available for this, this finals run. I don't want to watch the Roosters win in that They're first not round. going to. That's I the hope thing. they don't because I can't stand to watch them. These guys in the finals. And y- your friend is out too. He's been suspended. I think. Who? Sawali. No. Who? Darren Origa Hargraves. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, oh, of course that guy gets suspended because he has undiagnosed CTE with the yeah, amount yeah. of boneheaded plays he makes. But I can't stand to watch this team that so clearly needs a rebuild go on another bullcrap finals run. I can't do it okay. because they're just delaying the inevitable. I'll enjoy. I'll forever cherish the premierships that they won. But it, you got to know when it's time to pull the plug. Mm-hmm. And Suwali's leaving for rugby. So, I mean, they got Spencer Lienu from the Panthers. So that that'll be a building block. He'll get some starting minutes here. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't see this team. Uh, this team is not built anymore for a deep finals run. Yep. It's just not. Uh, the Raiders have got some nice pieces. Um, Sharks have got nice pieces. Storm have got some prospects coming through. Just yeah, we'll see. teams are getting better and the Roosters are getting worse. All right. Next All question. Right. Moving on right over here. We got, does Shohei Otani's injury change things for the Angels? Oh, my goodness. Well, of course it does. It does, and it kind of... It does, but in a way that might actually might work in Artie Moreno's favor. Uncle Have you Artie... seen what they've been doing recently? Yeah, yeah. Just... They just put all of their big deadline acquisitions on waivers. Yeah, they just said Every goodbye. Every single well, one of them after giving up a huge amount of prospects for them. Look, this is what Artie, Uncle Artie can say to, to showing, right? We tried. That's what he can say. He can say we tried. We, we tried the best we could. We picked up Lucas Giolito. He didn't work out. We picked up the guys we picked up to try to help for a playoff run. He didn't get there, okay? Mike Trout's been injured yet again. So, therefore, he's not part of the process, right? You can say all these things to Shohei. And also, 
he's going to show he's either going to undergo or has undergone or will undergo surgery because basically he's got a issue with his with his pitching arm. His UCL. So his UCL. So that's look. Artie Moreno can basically have a case to say to Shohei, hear us out because this is what we're trying to do. This is what we tried to do. It didn't work out. So I don't know if it, I don't think it really changes much as far as the teams that are going to be trying to pick him up. In terms of the teams, absolutely not. Uh, There are only a handful of teams. In terms of Shohei's market, absolutely not. He's still going to get 500 million plus. He's not going to get 700 million now, but he will get 500 million plus. Oh, boo hoo. Um, like, I believe he leaves. I don't think he goes to the Dodgers. I think he goes to Seattle if they try what? for him. What? That's crazy. I think he does. I think that's crazy. Just hear me out. Seattle wants Just him. hear me Honestly, out. Honestly, I'll tell you this much right now. If they want he him, will stay I think with he the goes. Angels because this is what Artie Moreno does. Let's look at his track record. Robert Pujols was there. Let's give him 10 years. Nothing happened. Mike Trout was there. Let's give him 10 years. Nothing's happened. Anthony Rendon's still sitting around. Let's give him 10 years, 10 years plus, whatever. Arnie Moreno's the master of the long-term deal, and this works for him. I don't see any other teams really doing it's it. Gonna be and, a, it's going to be a West Coast team. He's not going to well, the East it. Coast. Well, you're, you're, you don't have many to choose from, right? Right? You yeah. don't. Well, the A's are going to be gone to Vegas, so they're, you can't count them, right? They got no money. Absolutely not. Not the Giants, although they did try to. You know, rumors were they wanted Aaron Judge. They got his brother Arson. <coughs> they got they got his brother Arson Judge. Well, so they're not gonna. I don't think the Giants are gonna be in play. It's either it's the Dodgers. Who else? That's, a, that's the only teams. You don't have a lot of teams to choose from. I don't think this reduces it. I just think that his asking price, the Angels are the only ones I think that can match it. But Shohei's gonna ask himself a question: Is he interested in championships? Because if you're gonna give you're gonna give somebody that kind of money. Try to find money somewhere else after that. That's what I'm saying. And they tried. I think he leaves. I don't see him staying. I really don't. There was a time where I thought he'd stay. But after... Like, think... Like, put yourself in Shohei's shoes right now. You just were promised that this team would go in at the deadline. They right. did. They did. They and did the best they could. this team would try and improve with the pieces that they had. And now they've sacrificed a huge amount of their future for guys that they've now put on waivers. That those some of their their better prospects gone to other organizations for guys that are now in the wilderness. And you're you've got a situation where you're not winning. You're ten and a half games back from the wild card. There's no way no. they're making the playoffs. But so you're done. Why would you stay here? Oh well, look. Just Dan, talk to your buddy no, Trout. Whatever. Damned if you do, and damned if you don't. Because if Artie Moreno did nothing and sat on his hands, that's something to question. He did the best he could. And prospects are prospects. You don't know what's going to happen until they actually play. And then you can turn around and go, we let that one go. All right, let's move on. Yeah, moving on. Okay, next question is, uh, Giannis calling out Buck's management with somewhat cryptic statement. I did see this. I think he's got a right to be concerned. Uh, If you look at the age of some of the Bucks core, Brooke Lopez is 35. Chris Middleton is 32. Uh, Drew Holiday's 33. You're, the time to win is now. He's got a ring, but he wants more. He wants to win now. I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Okay, so from my understanding, and I'm not, I'm not Giannis's agent, and I've never been in any meeting with him or his agent and being part of anything, he still has two years left on his contract. Yes. Okay? So, and may I also add, 
10 for 23 in a game five do or die situation is not something to crow home about. I think management's done everything they could by giving him the X factor, which was Drew Holiday. He was definitely a difference maker, which helped him get to the title. I'm not sure what other changes that he can make. Yes, some of the guys are getting a little long in the tooth, but the management's tried to stay steady and give him what he needs. But 10 for 23 from a free throw line and a game five, they had the best record last season. What's up with that? They had the best record. It cost Mike Budenholder his job. Now you got some first-year coach. Good luck to that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else he'd want. He, he has to sit at the free throw line and shoot. So as much money as he gets paid, that's inexcusable. That's like Shaquille O'Neal in his prime, shooting the way he had from free throw. Are you kidding me? You're a professional. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. So get in the gym and start shooting free throws, Giannis. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think you can call management when that's how you performed in a game Look, five, do or die. Yeah, he, his performance in the playoffs was Dreadful. awful. It was, it was a really, disgrace. It was really, really awful. Um. But I don't blame him for thinking this way. But they do have some pieces coming through. You think about Jordan Nora. He's promising. Mar- Marlon Beauchamp. He's promising. They just picked Ty uh, Ty Washington off of waivers. He's going to be two-way. And he has promise still. He was picked in the first round. Ty Ty Washington has some promise. They've got... They're trying to... Uh, they're trying to have their young guys as their sort of second unit. And I do like that. I do like what they're trying to do. But uh, I think the Bucks are still going to be top tier contenders. Of course, and they got to do it now. If they if they're going to win, the times now. This after is it. Two, after two years, then come back to us. After two years, and I'm sure Giannis will be that player who will honor his two years and then turn around and go right. Is there another team out there that can offer me better? Yeah, and that'll be that. Okay. Yeah. Next. Well, he's got a ring here, yes. so that's the main quarrel of his. His legacy gone. Right. But, all right. Oh, my God. Isn't Nikola Vucevic stating the obvious with his recent statement about the Bulls? I know even... it's kind of our last chance as this core of guys the core of guys to do something. Basically, he said it's kind of our last chance as this core of guys. So, Luke, he's basically including himself, Zach Levine, and DeMar DeRozan. The Bulls stink. That's all you have to say. There's nothing else to say about the Bulls other than they stink. And they're locked in to death with Zach Levine, with with Vucevic, and with DeMar. And they're stuck with it. This was, and they stink. Their last chance was in 2022 when they made the playoffs. That was their last chance. They are a play-in team. Mm-hmm. They barely got into the play-in this past season. And they're a play-in team going into the upcoming season now. Yeah, That's it. They're not built well. Especially not in this central division. They're not no. in this division. Not there no. they aren't. It's no. a crowded division. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you're, you're, I don't think the Bulls be worried about Detroit near It's, a, river, it's river. a very rough division. You've got the Bucks still at the you top the Bucks, of it. You've got the you got the Pacers. But, the, you know, the, you got the, the, you got, the Pacers, you got the Pacers. The Pistons stink. You've got the Cavs. Cavs are better. They'll be the team that's right behind the, the Bucks, but not the Bulls. I mean, they you, stink. Yeah, they I do. mean they stink. They, they really, really P-U. do. You, yeah, you made your point. They, they stink. do. They but really it stink. just oh, he's not stating the obvious because it's not even obvious. Your last chance was twenty twenty two, and you, you 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 blew it. You didn't. They won one game from the Bucks, and they they couldn't they couldn't do it. They just did not. Yeah, have, but they should have been in the playoffs. They should have beaten the Heat in the play in. 
and they couldn't do it. I didn't even see them being in the play-in they got in during the season. Reason. I didn't even see them being in the play-in, let alone the playoffs. Mm-hmm. No. I you I have evidence of not being bullish on this team going back to October of 2022. Mm-hmm. I was not bullish on this Bulls core whatsoever. Okay. I'm still not bullish on this team. You paid Nikola Bull, Vucevic. Bullish, no pun. Yes. Stinky. You, you paid Nikola Vucevic. Overpaid. 60, $60 million. Overpaid. Overpaid. Of, of course it was going to be an overpay. It's $20 million three years. Overpaid. Yeah. Zach Levine, he's a good player. but He's, he's good. He's, he's a complimentary he's, player. He's, he's a, not a lead player. He's, he's not a franchise guy. And DeMar's DeMar. 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 DeMar's playing out of position, in my opinion. DeMar's getting long. He wants to be playing in Zach's position. DeMar's getting long on the tooth. The only sort of silver lining is that is you get it? $10 million of cap, because cap of Lonzo, flexibility Lonzo. because of Lonzo. And you get a guy from the G League. They stink. They stink. They stink. What a disgrace. They, Move on. Do they have a first-round pick in 2024? Who knows? I, Move I on. Think, I, I don't even Who know cares? if they do. I mean, Unless it's I, Michael Jordan the, the third or some clone of him, no chance. I think I think they do have a first-round pick in 2024. What a disgrace. I think they do have a first-round pick All in 2024. Right. Move on. But, yeah. Here's my next question to you. Now that Trey Lance has been traded, uh, does it seem that the 49ers can use this experience to regret or reflect. I have got an inkling that Purdy isn't the guy. I have got an inkling. Really? I, Purdy. I, I, Purdy I liked what he did in the playoffs. and Sample um, size. And it was a small, small sample size. But now scouts are going to get a good look at his game. Mm-hmm. And now they have a bigger sample size to work off mm-hmm. of. Okay. They knew what they were getting in Trey Lance when they traded up for him. Mm-hmm. You were getting a guy that you that barely had any snaps in high school mm-hmm. or college, mm-hmm. and you had to give him time, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. The, the trade-up was bad overall. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good trade-up mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. The, they, just, they tried to do a... Thing between rebuilding and rebuilding for the future and competing for a Super Bowl now, it just didn't work, and they barely got any assets back for Lance. But I think it is one if Lance is really the dude and gets the development time that he needs. I think if he turns into a superstar, of course they're going to regret it. Okay, of course. Okay, so I think it's a combination, a little bit of both. I think the 49ers can reflect on the fact that it wasn't Trey Lance's fault he broke his ankle. He got injured playing. Whilst, I believe, during the regular season game where Jimmy Garoppolo was injured himself. Yes, yes. And Brock Purdy just happened to step up and suddenly light it up. But, you know, any quarterback can light it up when you have a stacked roster what they had, right? So, yeah, I agree. They've got the best offensive offensive lineman in football in Trent Williams. I agree. I agree. So... He, we'll see more because he's had a full season, right? Yeah. He also got injured. So by the time they were playing the Eagles in the championship game, he had no arm. to. You can throw the ball. He had Christian McCaffrey doing high snaps. So I'm not going to say that Brock Purdy was 100% in that game because he wasn't. He was injured. So let's see. Trey Lance was injured. I think it's one of those things that you just – there wasn't enough time. He had chances in the preseason. He looked bad. Well, because he was hasn't already... had enough snaps. Right, but... He's barely, he hasn't had enough experience. Okay, well, Darnold has had more experience okay, than him, fine. objectively. Right, but Brock Purdy didn't have much experience last season. It just... Things just happen. It's a quarterback position. It's got to move fast. You got to perform. And if he performed a little better in the preseason, who knows? He'd be the second uh, second on the depth chart. Didn't happen. Interestingly enough, he got traded to the Cowboys. 
Jerry Jones, in his great spectacular manner, because Jerry Jones don't talk to nobody, didn't talk to Mike McCarthy, didn't talk to Dak Prescott, just took him and put him in. So I don't know if that's a message to this isn't, a message this, to McCarthy, a message to Prescott. This Who is knows? just like a classic <laughs> Jerry Jones. That's what he does. Cosplay, so, cosplaying as a general manager again. So they, the, the move doesn't make sense for the Cowboys at all. Yeah, for the 49ers, okay, yeah, it was an experiment that failed, but. For the Cowboys, it makes even less sense. Dak looked despondent when asked about it. Despondent. Because, and imagine you're Dak Prescott. You feel incredibly disrespected now. And now there's going to be controversy surrounding the Cowboys. Fitting for this this stupid franchise. Oh, well, either way, I believe it. it's a combination of reflect and regret. It happens all the time, right? It happens. Anybody, anybody ever heard of Jamarcus Russell since? Oh no. lord! Right? Oh lord! Right? There's those quarterbacks out there that have been. No, that were, he was just I'm bad. I'm not comparing. He was just bad. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying, a team like the Raiders made a decision to have him start. He didn't perform well. Eventually, he doesn't play anymore. He was just. That's he it. was just bad. He was on a. He was a bad player on a I bad know. franchise. I get it, and things happen. Hey, Matt Flynn suddenly became the superstar that the Seattle Seahawks felt they needed, but who they have in their wings. Russell Wilson, bye bye Matt Flynn. These things happen. A guy is just plays better at the right time. These things happen. Yep. All right. Moving on. Question. Do you believe the trade rumors surrounding Pete Alonso? I'd like to not believe them because they're yo, making, yo, yo, because bro. they're making me angry. <laughs> this Father's Day, I've never, and I, I don't need that. I've, I, as as for as animated I've, as I've been about the Mets. You have, I've well, never seen I've been, you been a Mets fan a hell of a lot longer, and I don't need this because it's not the first time the Mets have made mistakes, okay? 1990, for those of you of a certain age like I was, Daryl Strawberry should have been re-signed. He was a free agent. What happened? They let him walk to L.A. Now, granted, he had other problems that created a lot of distractions and didn't perform well with L.A. Ultimately became a Yankee down the track. Thanks. But, again, letting power guys go. Peter Alonzo's a slugger. Yeah. That's who he is. And right now, he's going to finish the season with over 40 home runs. There's still time left. He's going to drive in over 100 RBIs. His on-base percentage is off the roof. He is your also, guaranteed also, slugger. stupid Met fans online. Can't I, do that. I'm, I'm sick of Met fans online in comment sections. Yes, I'm talking to you NSY comment sections. Talking about, oh, Pete Alonso doesn't hit, it doesn't hit for average. He's not an average hitter. We know that. He's not going to hit for average. He's a power hitter. He's a slugger. Y'all, it seems like some of y'all in the SNY comment section don't watch Mets baseball at all. Seriously. Okay. It's the most ridiculous crap I've ever seen. 53, this is the year, right? These are the years. 2019 to present. Home runs. I'm just looking at home runs, right? He led the league. He led the league. Okay? He had 53 home runs. Okay? Granted, his some of his power numbers went down, but every year he hits over 30 home runs. He had one year he hit 16. He plays every day. He's there every day. With the exception of getting hit Atlanta on, on the wrist, he was out for a week or so. He's there every day. If they trade him, it's got to be for something big. No more of this for another minor leaguer. Right now, we know what the Mets are doing, right? They're doing auditions. Congratulations, Robert Ronnie Mauricio got his first hit yesterday. His first start. They've his got first guys hit. in the minors. Fine. Luis Angel Lacuna. That's fine. Drew Gilbert. Those guys aren't coming up right now. Yeah. They got Mauricio up. They got Vientos. They got Beatty. They're going to run with these guys for the rest of the season. Alvarez. Okay, fine. But you cannot look at me and say, 
you're not gonna let that. You're gonna let P. Alonso walk at the end of next season. If you're Steve Cohen, show some faith and say, right, you're a Met. We want to keep you here. Go up to him. Go go up to him and say, look, these trade rumors are not fair on you. Let's get an extension sorted right now. Right now, how, I mean, for me, how many how many guys you hear this? The 19, 1977, 1978 Yankees weren't a perfect team. You had the manager, Billy Martin, and Reggie Jackson at each other's throats. Guys don't get along, but they still win. So whatever you're saying about Pete Alonso, whatever. It happens. You still got to play. And he's, he's, a, he's a slugger, and you lose him, that'll be, that'll be a big mistake. Oh, That's huge. all I have to say about it was that. Ri- it's, I saw the trade rumors, and I was just... It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. They what? almost were practically almost traded him to Bre- the Brewers. At the that makes no sense. Me? That makes no... Why what would for? you trade a guy but like that? But for what? If you're going to trade him, you better get something back for even return. It's not about getting a minor leaguer or a player to be named later. This is Pete Alonso. He's there. He the plays only, every The game. only asset I'd say from the Brewers that would have maybe, maybe been worth it was Corbin Burns. And even he had a down year this year. No. Like 53, 16, 37, 40, 39. Those are his home runs. He's already surpassed Met records. He's going to surpass the record for home runs. He's got 185 now. He's beating Met records. He's already covered the RBI total. He's already met, met that mark. Don't let Pete Alonso go. That's all don't I have to say about it. that. Just, Enough for my just rant. Don't do I'm it. I'm upset. All right. Don't do it. Next. Moving on. Uh, this is you. Okay. Oh, just a few things before we go. Retirement. Steven Strasburg. This is really sad to see. Um, <coughs> well, I, I did. I did think that the extension they gave him. Uh, the Nats gave him after they won the series was going to be one that would uh, be a good era for them. Uh, their ace, even with even with Scherzer leaving, he would maybe be the ace still. But he's just falling apart. No, it, it just it wasn't. It wasn't. It's but falling apart. I think you know. It's like he used up all of his good energy towards the for that run for that run. For that he run. did well. He pitched great, and oh, then yeah. since then he's only pitched thirty something innings. Look, he was the number one draft pick years ago with the Nats when they became an expansion team. Yeah. He was a face of the franchise. This is what happens He's, with pitchers. We're probably going to see uh, Patrick Corbin in this same situation as well because yeah. he has not. He's been injured and uh, and he hasn't pitched well either. Yeah, but this is the, the days of a workhorse pitcher over. Yeah, Both Nolan Ryan, I mentioned him, was a rarity because he pitched to his late forties and he hardly ever got injured. You don't have those guys anymore. Pitcher's life is a short life. Oh, all right? uh, absolutely, especially with the speeds they're throwing now. All right, happy belated birthday, Jeremy Lin, 35 years old, a.k.a. Lin Sanity. We will always have Lin he Sanity. He had that pocket in New York. He was a love, beloved guy. I don't know if it's because of the fact that he was know, an Asian guy playing ball, but who knows? No, It no, was no, no, just no, no. that. No, I don't think it was that. I, Lin not, Sanity. You know, I, I, I hate that narrative. I hate, I hate the narrative <laughs> that it was just because he... He was an Asian American. I hate the narrative that Floyd put around at the time. That was just a horrible, horrible statement from him as well. But it was because Lynn came out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. He was a nobody on the Warriors. He was a scrub for all we knew. And then he came out of nowhere for a month stretch and lit it up for a long derelict franchise. Right, without Carmelo because Carmelo was out injured. Can I also mention the fact that that helped him move on because the Knicks weren't going to give him a contract after that he played he, 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 he moved he, around he, a lot though he played respectable games for Houston as well when he, he did, got there he went and played for then he went to the Charlotte, Lakers Charlotte went to Brooklyn, the Lakers Brooklyn now he's playing overseas he's playing in Taiwan ah, well. um, look 
He played really. He played good for Houston as well. Um, and just he got really unlucky with injuries. Uh, but he has a ring. The yeah, greatest few. The greatest few minutes of playoff games ever played yeah. for the Raptors. Okay. Happy birthday, Noah Syndergaard turns thirty-one. How the mighty have fallen. Now he's with. Now he's been sent on a designated for assignment from the Guardians. Guardians seem to be the the depot for these guys, Giolito and now Syndergaard. I am just you know like so. It, it really kills me uh, because Syndergaard back in the day was my favorite pitcher back in the, in day. the entire game. But he that, was he was so good. But he's he was, a microcosm of the Mets' entire rotation at that point. Yeah, Syndergaard now bad back bad arm trouble. May not may not be pitching well. Harvey. Ever again. Harvey, DeGrom, really you had Mats, but Mats is not a good pitcher anymore. So you have Harvey, Syndergaard, and DeGrom, three guys who had arm problems. This is a trend. You don't have you don't have that workhorse and anymore. Syndergaard just fell off a cliff uh, in 2019 and kept falling, <coughs> and, and it didn't it. stop any. And for some reason, after he left, just kept throwing shots at the organization. Don't know why. Even, even after the the coupons had left, if yeah. you were throwing shots at the organization. When if the coupons were still in charge, then I'd completely stand with you in that in that regard. Okay, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense why he was throwing subliminals. Happy belated birthday, Robert Parrish, seven years old, of course, a member of the multiple championship teams of the '80s with the Celtics and Bird and McHale and Dennis Johnson and and ML Carr on the bench people, and all those people, guys. Also, people forget he was the grandfather of the the like early '90s Charlotte Hornets when he was. He was like forty with LJ and uh, I don't think and he Morton. played with them. He there. was. He, he was. was on. He was on the Celtics still, I believe. No, no. Early he also 90s. played with the Bulls too. Oh Thanks God! Me. But he was. He was with the Hornets. Was he? Okay, he was. I don't remember he that. He was with LJ. He was with. Morton. I just remember Robert with Muggsy beating the crap out of Bill Lane Beer during the playoffs game. Oh, that one. Games. That he threw yeah, yeah. two cat yeah, claws yeah, at it. him. Okay, he got fined, but didn't even get thrown out of that oh, game. Eighties well. basketball. Happy would have been forty fifth birthday for Kobe Bryant. Of course, the tragedy. I mean, there's that. there's really there's really not much to say about that. This I mean, over the years since his passing, people have come out with so much good stories and so much amazing stories about him. I mean, one of my favorite stories was Chandler Parsons uh, when they played the Rockets played the Lakers at Staples Center and he hit the game tying um, jumper and the Lakers eventually won. Mm-hmm. Um, Parsons got a note from. Kobe in his hotel room saying, "Hey, go out tonight. I got you." And they all went out, and he got handed the check, and it got covered by Kobe. There you go. So there's been plenty of amazing stories about about Kobe over the years. Um, he's he's one of the greatest ever, and there's not really much else to say with yep. that. And finally, the Mets. Finally, they are going to retire both Daryl Strawberry's number 18 and Doc Gooden's number 16 next season. I've been talking about it forever. Thank goodness. You mean to tell me they haven't done this already? No, of course not. What? They have. They should have. What? They didn't. They haven't retired it. There's, their numbers are still getting worn by other people. So it's about time. Thank God. It should have happened this season. It didn't. It'll be two separate ceremonies. You gotta get those guys should have had their numbers retired years ago. Holy Both of those guys God. were instrumental in their championship in '86 and were all-time favorites. Although they go to go to the Yankees and ruin it for me, but that's yeah. it. Next, uh, will Mookie get it as well? Mookie should get it. David Wright should get it. 
Oh, of I course. mean, Piazza got his number retired before those guys. That's, they, that's crazy. Cap, the captain's going to get it. He'll get and it. And Gary Carter. Gary Carter. He died a few years ago back, but his number eight's not play, in play anymore, but his number should be retired as well. Yeah. All right. And lastly, around this time four years ago, John Morant was drafted by the Grizzlies, number one, and Zion, number two. So we think no, about. No, no. Yes. Other way around. So, sorry, my mistake. Other Zion, number one. John, number two. RJ Barrett, number three. Yeah. So of these three guys. Who has had a little bit more success? John Moran. We can say John Moran's had success for playoff appearances, but now his Grizzlies are going to be facing him, not dealing with him in the first half of the season after being suspended Look, again even for being a bonehead. For all of his misnomers, for all of his uh, his boneheadedness, John Moran is a fantastic talent. He is a fantastic player. He's a, bril- he's a brilliant athletic talent. I want to see him back on the court. I want to see him. Like, who doesn't want that? No, everybody who, who wants do, that. Who doesn't it's just want that? Stay focused on winning. Stay, 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 stay off the street. You don't need to be doing this. You don't need to be waving okay. around guns. You want to, you want to have your You're tats, a ball player. You want to have your tats fine. You want to have your hair. Whatever you want to do, just perform, and your team needs you back. You're gonna be gone for a whole half. Just season. stay away from shoot. All right, that's it for our show. Yeah. Next week, I think we're gonna spend a longer time breaking down the entire upcoming football season. Yeah. I think we're going to spend basically going through each of the teams and each of the divisions, making some ideas as to who will be winning that division. Record predictions? Eh, I'm not a big fan of record predictions anymore because they never work out. But we may talk about some games that might be danger games for some teams. Yeah, We'll talk about that. If you have any emails, we haven't seen any because no one's listened to the show. Yeah. But feel free to tell them the email, please, again. Yep. Junior Senior at Junior Senior Two Views at Gmail dot com. All lowercase again. All that. lowercase. Send your thoughts. We will spend the entire show next time going through AFC and NFC, and we'll talk about that next week. And we bid you a fair adieu. See ya.